0: do Semen Tov the Gimel, that's uh, section 493, and this section deals with the Dinim Hanoya Bimei HaOmer, with the laws that uh, are customary during the days of the Omer, and like we said, it has really Nothing to do with the Omer per se, It is just happens to be in the days of the Omer. We have nine subsections in this uh, section. Okay. Sif if Section subsection one. It is customary not to get married, okay? Not to marry your wife. And also not to take any haircuts. Between Pesach and in between Passover, between Pesach and Shavuos and Atzeres, what's the reason for that? Because Shemis Ablin Khof Dalad alofim, because we mourn the 24,000 Akiva from the students of Rabbi Akiva shemisu bayomim halolu who have died during this period of time during the time of the Omer. That applies to making a marriage celebration. However, One is permitted to make an engagement without marriage. Just an engagement, it's okay. And the reason why, even though it's also a very happy occasion, is, Because less somebody else will go and before him this is a nice girl and you want it for yourself and if you're not going to become engaged somebody else might grab her so therefore uh, we allow you for that reason we allow you to make an engagement during the Sephira period. Does that also go for men? Because I, I told my wife, better she's a the, the care. Care. Some, <laughs> Well, somehow, in this case, in this a case, in this case, in this case, it's talking about <laughs> the men for the women. But that's that's another, that's <laughs> Ab- another Ab- issue. Ab- I, thought, I thought you could change. but it's for sure, because there's no choice. But we're going to talk about, one second, what do you do at this engagement? Is it only an engagement? Okay. But he says, Umutter, you were going to say something? Well, I thought you said, you can't get a haircut, but I thought i over you. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I told oh. you you can write the Shulchan Aruch. So, I mean, so, so that means after life only? The, 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 the well, we're going to talk about it in one minute. You're going to be wiser after we go through okay. here. Now, he says like this <speaking in Hebrew> You are also permitted to make a meal after this engagement. So it's not just the engagement that is allowed, but you can also make that meal or after the betrothal because basically there are three steps in a marriage there is the that's the engagement because uh we're not allowed the rabbis don't allow for a person to meet uh, for a man for a boy to meet a young man to meet a girl and say oh here's a ring i want to betroth you and then they get married. It's not the way the rabbis want it to be done. The rabbis said, you must first make an engagement. That's the way to go ahead. So that's from the rabbis. Then we have the second step, which is the betrothal, which is called the kiddushin. That's when the ring is placed on the finger or he gives her something else of value in which he is mekadish or he betrothed her. Now, in the olden days, this betrothal used to take place maybe a year before the actual marriage. She was sort of tied to him, she's his wife, not married to him, but she's betrothed to him. But today we do the Kedushin and the marriage, we do them all together Uh, by the day of the wedding, there is the Kedushin. Matter of fact, we also do, in many communities, tradition is even the Tenoyim, which is sort of the conditions which go along with the engagement. They're also done at the time, the same day of the wedding. So it's basically... The whole thing even though we do a lachaim or we do a little party we call that an engagement but there is no formal documents over there that's left over but that's another story so now he says so you could make if it was a kiddushin if it was a betrothal you could make a meal however he says rikudim he says but not to make dances and circles so he says you know make a party but don't make any dances in circles. The ain't sorry circles, he means uh, you know, just going around sort of a extra joke. Yeah. The ain't ikudim it goes without saying for people not to make dances or uh, circles which are uh, just optional, not even connected to a mitzvah. That's for sure one shouldn't do in the severe days. This is one of the reasons that, you know, the uh, some of the religious people object to the, you know, big uh, joyous ceremonies that is done in the, Israel's Independence Day, in the Yom Ha'atzmaut, because it comes out during the Sphira time, yeah. and that would be uh, not in the spirit right. of the Sphira to Omer but of course the Zionists, the religious Zionists, they believe this is overrides Override. the overrides the uh, thing. But you know, yeah, Avol Mutter I'm not going to get into now this debate over here, okay, Avol. Um, but you are permitted to make a meal which is optional you can't make dances or but a optional for example if you have a joy a friend you know you get friends together you have a party something like that you know but as long as it's (laughs) it's without dancing without circles and then he adds v'simches yus and overjoys. In other words, not to do things that are going to bring extra, more than the regular joy, not to do that in uh, the days of the Svirasa omer is it, is it connected to the Svirasa omer the joy thing, or more the, the Rabbi Akiva? Exactly. Rabbi exactly. Akiva. Only the fact that his students died. Nothing to do with the Omer itself. Omer is not a bad thing. Omer is a good thing. Right. But so, it just happened to be in those days. So, so it just happens to be. But it's nothing army. to do with the Omer itself. Okay. Number two. Uh, Siv Beis. Uh, section 72. Mi okay. halolu. One who jumped ahead and got married in these days. Now he violated what the rabbis has said not to get married during this severe somer but he didn't listen he went and he got married so, so the right. ruling is Ein sin we will not penalize him at all there is a certain penalty for violating uh the uh rabbi's instructions uh, I mean, not today. Today is different. But, you know, in the olden days, if the rabbis, if one person violated the rabbi, there was a penalty. You had to pay a knas. You had to pay a but you don't punish him. Why? But there, but there was a rabbi that married him. Yeah, that's so a, a rabbi. rabbi but, hidden. you know, like, you'll find a rabbi to do even, even you know, you, you find various different things. You know, you find, for example, some kohanim. That marry uh, widows, for example, not widows. A widow, they're okay, but a divorced woman, they're not allowed to do that. And they have a rabbi doing that. But you realize a rabbi does not make a marriage. He just. Oversees that all the laws. But he, so he officiates at it. Officiates, right. but right. but he doesn't do anything really. It's the two kosher witnesses that right. are there testifying that he makes sure that everything is kosher, everything is fine. He's like the supervising rabbi, but right. he doesn't do anything. So one can get married technically without a rabbi being there as long as the rules are followed. You don't need a rabbi in order to make a marriage, but you, the rabbi serves as the one who makes sure that everything else is done, the in the right is, way. that the... everything is done, all the right things are done. So, But in this case, if a person went and jumped and got married, we're not going to punish him. Why? mitzvah. Because he has done a mitzvah. Because still, marriage is a mitzvah. The Torah says you perform a mitzvah. You make a bracha, you know, before the marriage, before the betrothal. You make a bracha because that's a mitzvah. And therefore, you can't punish a person for violating the words of the rabbis because at the end of the day, he did a mitzvah. But that only applies if he got married. But what happens? Mi halolu, but one who takes a haircut during these days in violation of the uh, rule and the tradition of the rabba or the instituted, mm-hmm. he will be penalized, he will be have a penalty for transgressing, for violating the tradition. In subsection uh, 3, we're going to uh, uh, learn that there is an exception, and sometimes we allow for a person to get married, even during the uh, Sefirah days. And Gimel says, One who has not yet fulfilled the mitzvah, the command of being fruitful and multiply, which means he hadn't had any children yet. Or in another way, another situation, he has nobody to serve him he needs a wife he needs somebody to serve him careful with those oh, words oh careful with those words yeah okay <laughs> he says day because. in this situation that person is permitted even to get married within the 30 days of, of mourning for one's father and mother That's how important it is to to fulfill the mitzvah of having children and or in a case where you don't have somebody to help you. Over the year, the obligation to mourn for 30 days for one father and mother and not to get married is a very clear obligation from the decree of our sages, so and yet we allow it, we make an exception for one who hasn't fulfilled the mitzvah of Rivia, or he needs a wife to serve him, so of course, how much more so that he is permitted to get married, uh, during the morning of these days, they're just, a tradition. It's not a law. It's not a direct obligation of the rabbis. However, nevertheless, in our community, in our countries, the tradition is to be stringent, not to get married at all. Okay, so that's the general rule. Then we're going to learn soon in the uh, one, the following. We're also going to discuss about when these ends, one of the exceptions to that, and we're going to do it in a minute. Now, first, in subsection 4, we're saying, what happens if there is a bris, there is a uh, circumcision that is taking place during the sefirah. So, in if Dalad he says, halalu, when there is a circumcision during the days of the Sephirah, the days of mourning, mutorim balei habris, those who are the uh, considered the masters of the bris, of the circumcision. All right, so those Bali Habris, those who, who is included in that, yeah? The Bali Habris, who is considered the Bali Habris? The Hainu HaMoyel, that is this one who's doing the actual circumcision. Vahasandik, the Sandik that holds the baby. And also avi Haben, and the father of the baby, of the boy of the sun. So you have these three, I call the Baal HaBris. So they are permitted on the day that precedes the circumcision, close to the evening, Duda's close to the evening, uh, so before they go to Shul, on that evening, they're permittedly he permitted to take a haircut. So they are allowed to take a haircut in honor of the upcoming bris, those people who are the closest To the simcha, to that special uh, related to the uh, baby and to the bris. Okay, so now it's getting a little bit complicated over here, complex exactly how to calculate uh, the sefira days, the days that we conduct ourselves with mourning. Good question. The the whole idea of the haircut was that because it's beautification? It's the same as we, no, we, like we, we you know. We 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same. Like by morning, all the time, uh, the Torah says. By hair. that's right. The Torah says, like by the um, um, like by the Cohen God that he should not have his hair grow. There's, there's, there, I mean that he should not. So that means he doesn't have to mourn. So we learn from the Torah that uh, letting your hair grow is a sign of mourning. Not cutting it is a sign of mourning. So when you mourn, you don't cut your hair. Uh, with The exception. That's why. That's the that's the uh, basis for that. So over here it says like this in Sifet Lamet Gimul Yomim. We have thirty three days. Because even though we use the sphere of days, but there's really it is really 33 days in which there is mourning in between Pesach and Shavuos. So he starts with this Lamed Gimel There are these 33 days. So we have various opinions. Yes, Omrim. There are those that say when do they start. So the students did not. Die during the entire, we have 49 days, right? But the morning really is only for 33 days, not for 49 days. So, when are these 33 days? Yes, there are those that say that you start them from the first day of Sefira, which would be the 16th day of Nisan, and they finish on the 33rd day of the Omer so you have 33 days so you start with the first day is the 16th and the 18th of year which is the 33rd day of the Omer that is when you're done the reason why they say that is on that day the last of the 24,000 finished, and they died, was on the 33rd day of the Omer. And that would be a reason now, not only do we finish according to this view, finish the uh, mourning, finish the custom tradition of not haircutting and not doing the um, weddings, etc., but. That would be a reason of celebration because you finished already. That's why Lakhba like, Omer is another reason of celebration. That's why it's traditional to increase a little bit in joy on this day because this day, after a period of, of, of destruction, it was again renewed. As the Gemara says, that it, the world was shameful, the world was like desolate because all these students were dying. And now it all stopped, so that's why it's tradition to make a little joy. And therefore, we don't say the Tachnon, like by holidays that we don't say the Tachnon. Because on that day, they cease to die. So you're going to ask me, okay, why don't we make the celebration on the 34th day of the Omer? Because they still died on the 33rd day of the Omer. So we should, if we're saying 33 days... So why are we celebrating on the 33rd day? Why don't we celebrate the 34th day? So he says, Even though there were some of the students that died on that day, but nevertheless, we have a rule, as you see by Shiva, right? When you finish Shiva, the first thing in the morning, once you daven, right, then Shiva is over. You don't sit the whole day. Hare as far as morning for the last day, we say that part of the day is like the whole day. If you conducted yourself in morning, even a section, a small part of the day, that is considered as if you did the whole entire day. And that's why Shiva is over, right after Shachris, because you've already conducted yourself a little bit Morning. Has written Erdaya, section three ninety five. Yes. I'm just thinking about shiva. We bury the body and then we start sitting shiva. If these some of the students were still dying on the thirty third, they would have to have been buried in order for us to then. Begin the okay, situation. that's a good question. So um, the shiva for these students were probably done by their relatives. And that was not done by cloudy Yisroh. To us, it was mainly, the important part is that they died then. And the fact that they stopped dying at that day, and the fact that we, part of the day, we still remember them, we're not really dealing with Shiva, we're not really sitting Shiva for them. And therefore, that day would be sufficient, as we're going to learn in a minute, that we remember them by conducting ourselves just one little bit of the day, therefore, if at one one hour, or even less than an hour, uh, on the, the 33rd day, if you do it for one minute now, what does it mean? How do you conduct yourself for a little Avelis? It's unlike Shiva, which you have to sit on the ground, or etc., but over here we don't do those things. What is our expression of our morning? We don't what we do is we don't take haircuts. That's the extent of our mourning, or we don't do weddings. So if a person doesn't take a haircut, <speaking in Hebrew> that you prevent yourself from taking your haircut and you wait till the daylight, so that means that you took a little bit of the day you mourned and you didn't take a haircut, and that is on the 33rd day that is sufficient with that and then you can go and take a haircut on the 33rd as soon as a small part of the day has passed by and also and to marry your wife then at that time you can marry a woman then because and people do it today too they get married in L'Aqbalmer yeah, it's over. Well, no, the hair cutting thing does that apply to women too? Cutting their hair. Yes, same thing. So they can't it. cut during the Omer. Right. That's right. I always make sure to cut it before okay. Pesach because I know about it. It doesn't matter. He heard, but you cut it. Okay. okay. Now chain melamed gimu the and the same thing is true from the thirty third and on. It's over. So once the thirty third is there it's over, this is his opinion, we'll see there's another opinion but according to this opinion, once you hit the 33rd day of the Omer little bit of the day you conducted yourself, that's the morning starting from the 33rd day and on, you can, you're can you free you can get married, you can take haircuts now, but if the 33rd comes out on a Sunday, so then it turns out that you're going to be Shabbos, you're going to have your hair on. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, you're going to take the haircut. That's not so respectful for the Shabbos to honor another day more than right, the Shabbos. Right. So therefore, no li, stop for better. of Shabbos, the custom is to actually do the haircut from before Shabbos already. <laughs> That's never yeah. that Shabbos, yeah. because of the honor Like this year, because no. of the honor of the Shabbos, not to go and take a haircut, go with long hair on <laughs> Shabbos, and then do it before. The honor should be for the Shabbos. It'll look, it'll look bad. So the Shabbos takes precedent over the, right. rule, the rule of the R- rule. Well, it does. It does in mourning, because, right? Yeah. You don't sit here sure Shabbos. That's right. true, too. So now he like, says, but you have to wait on Lach Bomber. You have to wait, as well as if you're doing it on Friday, don't do it Thursday night. Don't do it before daybreak. Okay. So whether you're doing it by Lach Bomber... So it says, even on the 33rd, atzme in itself, in other words, if you're not doing it on Friday, but even if you're doing it on the 33rd, because it's not Sunday, when you're doing it on the 33rd, you have to be careful not to take the haircut before daylight. Why? This that we say that when you mourn part of the day, it's enough we're not talking about the whole 24 hour period of nighttime. we're talking about specifically, if you say part of the day, we're talking about daylight, when it's actually day, 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 not part of the night. It's only the day part of it. Even if you do the whole night, it's not like the whole day. That's why when I tell my Shiva, for example, it's, it's you can't, thing. you have to do it after chakras, You have to do okay. it after conducting. So yourself. this will be the same thing. That's right? right. So you have to do the haircut, you have to after. do after daylight. Right. So, so, so the nighttime is still off limits. When does the morning cease? It ceases... It doesn't end until the next day, which means the 33rd day in the daytime. That's what it is. Not in the nighttime. That's the reason why we will say Tachnun at the Mincha prayer that precedes Lach B'omer. Usually when you have a holiday, or like Shabbos, every Shabbos or every holiday. You don't say it. On the mincha that precedes it, because it's before the holiday, we're not going to say tachnon already because you're almost there. But over here, you're not really almost there because the nighttime is not part of the celebration. It's not the time tachnon. You have to wait till daytime. So, therefore, by mincha, you are going to say tachnon. That's only one opinion. But oh no so first we say that this is with regards to Tachnon by Mincha there's those places like him they say on the Mincha before Lag Bomer we're also not going to say Tachnon why do you say Tachnon on Shabbat no not on Shabbat for sure not right but we're talking about it. this is even the Mincha before Shabbat min- before Lag Bomer so like a regular day but in this case, before Lag Bomer, we would do in on a regular day. But before right. Lag Bomer, we're having right. the two views. One right. view said that because the nighttime is still not, the you have to wait for the daytime, so therefore you're going to say Tachanon. But this other view says, no, that the Melech we don't say. Why? rely. They say that actually the morning ceases... In the beginning of the night of Lag Bomer. Not like we've said till now that it's the morning. They say that morning is over as soon as the night time comes. And that's the way actually we accept V'lochein. Ein, Eimrim, that's why they don't say Tachnon, the mincha that precedes it, just as we don't say, by the mincha prayer, before other days, that we don't say Tachnon, we don't do Tachnon by mincha either, they say that it ceased over there, because, uh, that the night is like the day, so they say, it doesn't matter, they say that it stops at the night time, he doesn't give here the reason, he says, "Well, it stops at nighttime." He, he says, "They, today. they." He doesn't say why over here, but he say they only conduct themselves in the morning for thirty-two days, all the way up. But they don't consider themselves the thirty-third day at all. Starting with the night of Lag B'Omer, and that's the way it's done actually by us today. Starting with the night of Lag B'Omer, it's uh, celebration time. Starts already so so with the night. As soon as it gets dark, and yeah. therefore we'll film in Hugum. And according to that tradition that he brings, that he says there's a tradition like that. According to their tradition, mutarum gamkin li it. then they can take a haircut. If they want to get married on the night of the thirty third, it's fine because according to that tradition, it stops. It morning stops at the nighttime. It doesn't give it the reason. He says according to their words, the tradition of mourning only applies for 32 days. We didn't have a tradition for the 33rd day. Let it be that they died on the 33rd also, it doesn't say, but, but the tradition know. didn't go. It only went to the 32 days, and that's why we wouldn't say tachron either. I think the logic behind that is, is if the new day starts, when it gets dark. Yeah. So, how can you bring in another half a day? You can bring half of it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because Shabbat starts when it gets dark. Okay, so therefore they they don't want to make... They don't break break up the day. Exactly. Especially, we have to understand, here we're talking about a tradition. We're not talking about a rule of the Chachamim. Okay. And a tradition is very hard to argue what the tradition was. So these people say, this is the tradition of the place. They don't go by the other tradition. So it's not something that we have to sort of figure out exactly why. But they just didn't accept it. So therefore, that... Whatever the tradition is, well, like that Whatever the tradition became, is, you should follow, but you have to have some basis for that tradition, and the basis is how a day is created. Okay, let's just do here, basis, one so. more section over here, one more subsection. See <laughs> there are others that say, gimu yomim elu that these 33 days, don't start with the first day, but maschilin meyom beiz yer. They actually start from the second day of the month of Iyar. Second day of the month of the year, and they end the Erev Shavuos, and they end on the eve of Shavuos. If you count 33 days from base year, so base year, starting from Bay's year. Like six days ago. What? It was yeah. six, days six days ago. Bay's year was on Friday. Yeah. Right? right. Bay's year was on Friday. this yeah. Bay's year, now let's see like this. But... You have from base to Chavtas, through Chavtas. So you really have 29 days minus 1 because you're starting from base, So you have 28 days. And then of Sivan till Shavuos, 28, you have 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. That will get you to the fifth day of Sivan. And then the next day is Shavuos. So they have the 33 days ending on the day, on the 5th of uh, Sivan, which is the day before Shavuos. Now, so what about Bomer? What about Bomer? So he says, Even though it is permissible, to take a haircut and to get married in Lakhbomer because, why is it permissible? because we accept the other opinion and we allow that but even though it's permissible so we're saying since their permission to do, take the haircut would apply, not like the second custom, like the first custom, only applied, um, after part of the day went through, which counts as the whole day, which means, after daytime, like the first one, so therefore, that 33rd day of the Omer, also counts, to the calculation of 33 days, that we accustomed to mourning. Basically he's saying we are not so particular. We need 33 days of mourning. That's what we need. Okay? So if they started, now we're going to make a celebration on Lack Bomer. So we're going to be missing one day. So maybe you should make it up before that or something like that. He says it doesn't matter because since we're not going to be totally celebrating Lack Bomer because We're only allowing it after daybreak, like the first opinion. So therefore, it counts for 33 days, and according to that opinion. Now, it says, Okay, now, so according to the first opinion, what did we say? After Lagbomer, it's all over. Now, here we have another opinion who's more stringent. So what do we do? So then it turns out that it's all according to, uh, it's only till, it's always to till, uh, till Shavuos. So now, not only can we not get married or take haircuts after Lag Bomer, we also cannot get married always to Shavuos because the 33 days go up to Shavuos. So what are we going to do? We're going we're gonna to have to wait always up to Shavuos. You can't even take a haircut before Shavuos. So he says, Still, even according to their words, People do still have the tradition to take a haircut and to get married in the three days that precede Shavuos. They are called the three days of limitation. Because Moshe Rabbeinu told the Jewish people to limit themselves not to come to the mountain, to Mount Sinai, Mm. three days before. So in those three days they still get married, in those three days. But in order to compensate for the three days, because we still need 33 days of mourning, Elo, sheheim ein mistaprim Biresh b'reshkodesh ior, but what they do, they don't take haircuts or get married on Rosh Chodesh according to that tradition. Elo ad Chodesh They don't get married Rosh Chodesh Elo ad Rosh Chodesh According to that tradition, they will do the entire month of Nisan, but they won't do it on Rosh Chodesh. And but on Rosh Chodesh themselves, they won't take haircuts. They won't get married. So they should have 33 days. Why? Because they'll have Rosh Chodesh. Uh, they'll have Rosh Chodesh. And they will have the first day of the Yimei HaGbola, The first day. And the second day, a part of the day, will give them three days. Rosh they start in Rishkhodashir, so they moved it up a day, even though it started in the second day. They moved it up to Rishkhodashir, so they have the, month, the day of Rishkhodashir. Um, and we already said that the day of Lag-Bomber they have, because we do conduct ourselves a little bit, we count that day as well. And they finish Rishkhodashir Akbalas, and they conclude on the first day of Akbalas. What is Hagbalah? Hag- Hagbalah of the limitation, not to go to the mountain. Uh, what was so, and they conclude on the first day of the Hagbala, uh, and And part of that last day is considered like the whole day So they have two days So therefore they would take haircuts and they would get married once the first day of the Agbala and on has shined. So why I still don't understand exactly why is it? Um, 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 why is it? I, I still I don't understand. If we had thirty three days. Right? And we counted like bummer. Okay, so okay. But we started, when we started from the second day of um uh, uh, so we were going to get married on the Shlesh because why? So, because he says like this if it starts based on the Chaydish Iyar it ends on Erev Shavuos. On Erev Shavuos, as we said, from base to Chavtes. Is 28 days. 29, 30, uh, uh, 28 days. Now Aleph Sivan is 29, 30, 31, 32. 33 is the fifth day, which is Erev Shavuos. Now, the fifth day, technically, you can start from the beginning of the day. So, they are going to add one day of Rosh Chodesh Iyar. Um... Uh, because. ah that's why yeah. because they start from La Nisan they start they start from the 30th of Nisan because it's a double two days Chodesh. Yeah. so they are adding two days in the beginning that's why because it's they start. if it's a Rosh because it's 30 days in the month I know the Nisan is always 30 days so they start so it's 30 days uh. <coughs> so therefore they have the 30th of Nissan the first day of Iyar, and as soon as the sun rises on the first day of the Shloshis Magbala, that's uh, on the fourth, on the third day of Sivan, um, they will marry. the first day of So this was a very practical question that my wife presented me with. And she says she's having this women's uh, oh, yeah. event Christ. on Sunday. Right here, yeah. yeah which she's going to, she wants to have some music over there. And she wanted to know if it's okay to have the music. June 1st, so according June to this, according to us, it, we don't have a problem. Why? Because we start already from... The second day. Second day. We start from the 16th of so the day. Yeah, it is on yeah, the so, yeah. Yes. Oh, well... Well, we there's say a question that. about that. Now, in the next aloka we're going to leave it for tomorrow, is going to discuss how to balance these two customs. What do you do if you don't know what the custom is? How to practically, how to apply it. So right now we learned that there is some that start on the sixteenth of year, they go to Lagbomer. We learned two, ver- two versions, two variations. versions, either starting from the morning or it starts already from the nighttime of Lagbomer two traditions and we learned there are those that started that say that it happened from the second day of Eir but we learned what they do is their tradition is to start it from Rosh Chodesh Nisan and therefore they can do what they finish by the first day of HaGbola so this the first day of Shlosh Hashem that seems to fit all uh, opinions the real question is what do you do after Lagbomer, which opinion you go? After Lagbomer, in which according to the one tradition, it's already over. And according to the other tradition, it goes till the first day of Agbola. What do you do in those days? And that's where the issue is. And there is also, even today, I know the rabbi is getting making a marriage. Actually, uh, it's, some communities do that. I think that most, as far as I know, most communities actually try to keep it, I guess unless there's a good reason for it, and we learned right. earlier that a somebody who hasn't fulfilled yet the Mitzvah period Rivia is allowed to anyways get married and uh, I don't think that people today are getting married to have somebody serve them but, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's maybe is, it's the is, other, is maybe it's that the that other way was, around yeah? that Mitzvah continue in chapter Tzof tzadig Gimel Uh, 493 and we're going to do subsection 7 Zion, Steve Zion we learned before about various traditions, some traditions don't uh, take haircuts and get married starting with uh, the day after Pesach which is the 16th of the year and they do it up till the 33rd day of the Omer, which is the 18th day of year, And we had two variations whether it starts in the morning, they have to wait till the crack of dawn, or it starts at uh, nighttime already. That's one tradition. We also had the other tradition in which they start it at the first day of Rosh Chodesh Eyar, and it goes through up till the beginning of the morning of the three days of the Hakbalah, which would uh, basically mean on the third day of Sivan on the morning, Gimel uh, Sivan, that is when it ends the morning period. These are the two traditions. Now he says, "Im If a person has a doubt, what is the tradition of that particular place? He is not allowed to, he's not able to grab and use the leniencies of both traditions. So you can't, if you're not sure, you can't be lenient like both traditions, which means, So that he is going to allow himself, he's going to conduct himself, in a permitted way up till the Rosh Chodesh year, he's going to say it's not the Omer, That's he's going to take that leniency, which basically means he's going to go by the second opinion, like the latter opinion, so he's going to say, well, I go by that opinion, and therefore I can cut my hair, we can get married up till... Rosh Chodeshir, and then at the same thing, Vigam Yineg Heter Melag Boemer Ve'elech, and he's also going to uh, conduct himself with a permitted way by not, by taking haircuts, etc. Ve'elech Ad Erev Atzeres until from Melag Boemer, and on until the eve of Shavuos. Uh, he's going to say that that's also permitted. So then, you know, so he's like using leniencies from both opinions. That you can't do, like the first opinion, because the first opinion says that once Lagba Omer what comes in, then you're done with the morning. So he's, he's gonna do, then he turns out he's only gonna keep the morning for 18 days basically or for 19 days, uh, or 18, actually 18 days. So you can't just keep it for 18 days, that is, starting from Rosh Chodesh Iyar, only till Lach Bomer, you can't do that. Because since these two uh, customs contradict each other, because it's either or, you can't choose to go both of them, you know, you can't be leading both of them. But you could uh, grab and be stringent like both of the traditions. That's okay. The hainu, that is is that he is going to conduct himself a prohibition from Pesach mi Pesach, which is uh, starting basically Pesach, because you're not going to get you don't take your haircuts on Yontem anyway, so from Pesach, you don't get married on Pesach itself anyway, so mid Pesach until the eve of Shavuos or, actually not the eve of ad Shavuos until the first day of the Hagbola, because we brought down that the custom is actually to not wait always till of Pesach but starting with the first day of Hagbola and chutzmelag boimer besides, like Boehmer, besides the third day of the over. Now, one can say, in other words, that's the way actually we, we, we do. He says, that you can do. But there's a problem with that also. Because sometimes when people do things which are sort of unnecessary, they create sort of a uh, 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 an impression that you just don't know what you're doing because you're doing two different traditions and here when you know you're doing so you're sort of making almost a mockery or you're going or you you're going in the dark over here because it's either this or that why are you doing both I mean you're not uh, but because we're doing it because we're not sure what's the tradition So, yeah, of course, you know, if you knew what the tradition is, then you shouldn't do, you don't need to do both. And it seems like going in the dark, doing both. But in the case, we don't know the tradition. So this he says. So he says, that is okay to be the stringency, starting from Pesach till Eve of Shavuos, or till the first day of the Hagbol of Shavuos, until the uh, third, the beginning of the third, third, fourth, and fifth, which is the three Hagbolos. So, so even though he's conducting himself with two stringencies that contradict each other, we don't consider him using, paraphrasing the verse, like a fool who's going in the darkness because what are you doing like that? It doesn't make any sense. Because he does so because he is in doubt which tradition is the main and he doesn't have he doesn't know what the tradition is and he's not sure which one is the main okay so it says nevertheless aint you don't have to do so you don't, you don't have to go by both minhagim you don't have you could but you don't have to if you're in doubt you don't know You can go and grab any tradition that you wish. You can go either one. You can go by either one. Now, we don't have to worry. But you're coming to a place where you don't know the tradition. So maybe the custom of this place is not the way you thought it is. So how come we're saying that you can take one of the traditions, although it may not be the tradition of that place, Because since this morning is merely a custom it's a tradition we don't need to be stringent when we're not sure we don't have to be stringent so he says if one wants to use one of the opinions he can do so but that is only in a case where the person does not know what the tradition is and we're saying when you're not sure you can either use both traditions or you can ask. Or you can but no, but let's say sometimes there's no one to ask. Are you or I'm I'm not sure if this would apply to a place, a new place, you know, uh you came to the United States, Columbus discovered America. Now there's no tradition over here. Are you gonna make a tradition? So how are we gonna do what are we gonna do in a place where there is no tradition? What is gonna become the tradition? Where you came from? That's what I would say, Father Mario. What where you came from? okay that's a good point too what happens if you're um if you're it seems like traditions don't necessarily go by the way you come from but what happens if you have like two people one comes from a tradition like they did it that way and the other one what are we going to do with the tradition this place you have to create your own tradition create a compromise you have to create yeah but we can't do both we can't do both you have to do one or the other so what do we do I mean that's why we have all the different shoals and the different traditions and like this, tradi- create a new tradition uh, create a new tradition you yeah. know like the uh like, like the story new. about the, this one guy he's on an island, and there's two shoals over there, so he says you're only one guy what do you need two shuls? he says, and one I go and one I don't go, oh, so yeah. he needs a, <laughs> the same thing right. he so needs a place that he doesn't go either so, so, you, so you create a new uh you create a new a new in any event um so he says. Um, If you know the tradition of the place, then you should not change from the uh, custom of the place, to be lenient, in a day that the people of the place are stringent, or to be stringent in days that they are lenient. You should not be different than the people in the place, If you're not doing so because of a, just a stringency for yourself. He says, if you're coming to a place where the people are lenient, also he says, don't be stringent over there, like to sort of show the people you're wrong, you know, this is what you need to do. Unless, he says, if you're only doing it not to um, I guess to show them that they're wrong, but you're saying, Look, I want to be strict, so I want to do it, then it's okay. <laughs> because you want to worry about those who want to be stringent, that's okay. Uh, then that's okay. But if you're doing so to tell, like to show up the people, but you're just showing off, I'm doing so, I'm not taking a haircut now because the because this is something which everybody should do nobody should do the way that you're doing I'm going to be stringent because my way is the right way and the reason he's saying that is because the main uh, tradition is like those who are stringent that say that you can't do it now so he says that's wrong to do that, why? because then you're giving the appearance as if there's two separate torres now you're saying like these people here are doing it the wrong way and you're saying I'm doing it the right way so now these people have one rule and you have another rule that's wrong because you are lenient you are stringent and the people of the place are lenient <inaudible> uh, or in the other way is going to then we have a prohibition of the word that says lois is to to literally it could mean several things in the verse it could mean about causing yourself wounds on your body not to do that people used to uh, mourn the dead by scratching themselves, by uh, making uh, wounds to their bodies. But Lois go to do is also translated. Don't make groupings, groupings. loitasu Don't make yourself grouping groupings. Hashem is telling us not to make different groups, different ways of performing the Torah. That we do it this way, we do it the other way. Afilui mu he's giving you he says even if it's not in a situation where this differences is going to cause a argument is going to cause a fight You're going say for example he's not the only one in the city but rather there is some many people in the city which uh, some people do like this and some people like this and they are not particular one or the other so he says um, from you um, for you to go ahead and do a it, 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 I don't know, he says it's hard to say that the name of Pizadakal would mean, it doesn't mean the tradition, the tradition I think the discussion here is the tradition in this place is not to be stringent let's take for example let's say that this place the tradition of the place is that after Bomer there is no more uh, mourning, let's say that's the tradition right, now uh, this guy wants to be strict he doesn't want to do, now his conduct is not going to bring along any machlokis because there's a lot of people in the city that if they, they want to be uh, stringent. So, uh, some people so do so, some do so. So, people are not, it's not going to start a fight, because they're going to say, okay, you can do the way you want. But still, he says, it seems to me, that he's saying here, that even though that... Uh, uh, but if you know that the tradition of this city seems like that you should not, uh, you should, um, that the miracle is to finish the mourning, say, by the Black like Boomer, you should not try to tell the people there that what they're doing is wrong and that you are doing the right because you have to keep mourning after the, the after Black like Boomer. If you do so you're violating the prohibition even though you're not making machlokas, which seems to involve then more problems but if you're doing so you're giving the torah a uh, like there's two Torahs then you might be violating the prohibition to is going to do now the people that are stringent over there it's okay for people to say look I'm not saying that you have to do it I just want to be stringent for myself then there is no prohibition of lois is going to do it says because he, if a person says, I'm only doing it because I want to be stringent by himself, because I want to be strict like those people, and that's how come apparently we have a tradition of many people doing so, that would be okay. But you can't come into a place and tell them where they have a tradition that what you're doing is wrong, and this is the way we need to do it. We have to be stringent like the other ones. And... It almost seems like when in this case they want to be stringent, they want to cover both grounds. It's not just look at the other ones because e- if you're only doing the other ones, you're not being stringent really because you have a leniency on the other side. Uh, the, so when you say you want to be stringent, you say no, no, no. We want to do like to cover grounds, both grounds. But you can't tell the people that what they're doing is wrong, and that's why this is basically also the guidance, I guess, when you come to another shul say and they do things differently again i'm talking about a shul which follows halacha i mean not if a shul does different things they don't go according to halacha that's another story that we're not discussing that of course you got to go by halacha but we're talking about ashkenaz and Svarat we have a lot or within sephardic different communities or chabad and other other communities and you come to another shul and they daven differently and they do things differently If a person wants to do quiet in his way for his stringency, he wants to be more uh, machmer and himself as his personal preference, that's okay. That would not, doesn't seem like that would not violate doing things differently. It's only if you are saying my way is the right way and what you're doing is wrong, that's when there is a violation of that. Because if that's the tradition of this place, they're not wrong. They're doing right, and you're not a, you're not allowed to tell them that what they're doing is wrong. But if you want to be more machmir, okay, that's okay. Say, for example, another example would be uh, davening Mariv early. Okay, some people, um, some people will, uh, for example, some people will, um, you know, daven Marev before the stars come out. Like we do over here in the shul, but some people want to be stringent and say, "No, no, no! You're not allowed to do that because you have to do it other ways." That would be go lo- to That would be That would be making grooves. But if the people say, "Well, my personal preference is to daven later," okay, that's okay. That's that's. You don't want to be stringent upon yourself. That's fine. And we're talking about, that. but on top of that. When it brings Machlokis, that's even worse. And you know, I've heard uh, in the name of the Rebbe—I don't remember if I saw this—and name of others who say that sometimes people get so caught up in uh, about astringency, and that causes a whole uh, fight. Like and and the Rebbe in his letters that we've been reading, the Rebbe said in many many cases that you know. Main thing is to avoid machlokes. Main thing is to avoid fighting, which is prohibited from the, from the Torah. Okay, that's a violation of the Torah. So sometimes you know you end up arguing about a tradition, but in the meantime, in the course of your argument with traditions, you end up violating a lot more than a tradition. You end up violating direct uh, directives from the Torah. So therefore, uh, one needs to be careful. But on the other hand, one needs to be very respectful of his traditions. Is so tradition needs to, also considered a variation on the law? Or an interpretation, or it maybe? May interpretation. A reinterpretation. Uh, what, what, what? what? Let's say, for instance, we have a Right. Okay. What does it say? What did the rabbis say? Okay, but in in the rabbis there is a disagreement. There's a disagreement. There's a disagreement. The question is really when does the nighttime begin? Some people say it begins when the sun sets. Okay. We Nighttime. The rabbis said during the nighttime. Exactly when? Well, right, so actually, Myra, a, so now you come into a, it's, a, it's a difference between different groups interpreting what they consider day and what they consider um, night. Right, and then they have, do, so that, so but that's not. An argument and is, then you have a ruling then you have a rule. okay. Now so some people rule is, like this and some people rule like that, and you exactly. think that ruling is wrong okay. So, that, that, like that right. okay, so to come into a shul you go by the tradition that they go we by. go by their ruling, right. but that shul, or that you, see sometimes right. it would be, it wouldn't be like today like you have a million people in a city and you have different shuls right. sometimes it would work We're mainly one by this, one in the whole village that's right, the whole village, the whole city, it was right. like one rabbi or one had a set the tradition for this place, and that's it. Then later on, it become, became that there's two rabbis. In Israel, they have two chief rabbis, right. one Spartak and one Ashkenaz. They're trying to do no way, you know. So it, like, openly demonstrates it's two separate uh, communities. But uh, the idea over here is to uh, try to keep different it. Different traditions. Keep, yeah, to keep the tradition. Based the concept is the same. And also, to, and also I guess, it shows respect for to both different groups. Yeah. Let's just finish up over here. We're almost done. Ches, subsection 8. So he says, Even those people whose tradition is to conduct a prohibition for the items we don't do in the Sephirah Because of mourning. If Rosh comes out on Shabbos, So, Kivon Shayesh Kanto Yisuf, Simchat Shabbos, v'Rosh Chodesh. So now you have, on that particular year, you have additional joy in that Shabbos. It's not just a regular Shabbos, it's also Rosh Chodesh. You have Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. You have Simchat Shabbos, v'Rosh Chodesh. You have the joy of Rosh Chodesh. Yes, Lahatir, so there is to permit Listapir Ber of Shabbos, Mibnei Kovata Shabbos, to take a haircut. Before Shabbos, because of the honor of Shabbos. So, so Lag like can come out on Shabbos. Lag like Boma cannot come out on Shabbos. No, but here we're talking about um, Rosh Chodesh coming out on Shabbos. Uh, then on Friday, he says you can permit to make take a haircut, and also Vegam Lisa Isha, have to take that that day on that Friday to get married on that Friday. Because the main party, the main meal, and the uh, the the meal of the party will be in Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, so it's okay to have the marriage on uh, on Friday on Erev Shabbat on Erf Shabbos on that particular um, in that particular uh, situation in which Shabbos happens to be Rosh Chodesh as well. But in any ordinary uh, Shabbos, you can uh, during the Shvira, during the Month of, of Nisan, after once the, um, according to this tradition, when the laws of Sphira have taken hold, I mean, the morning period, then you can't do it. Um, now, finally, we're up to subsection test 9. Lasis <speaking> Melacha, <in Hebrew> the tradition is not to do any work. <speaking in Hebrew> uh, whether men or woman well, some people take this literally, they don't work, they n- never work, no, we're talking about here, before counting sephira. So there is a tradition not to do work, whether men or women, during the days of sephira, beginning from when the sun sets, which according to many is already the obligation of counting of the sephira, as we just mentioned, that there is a opinion that sunset is the nighttime already. So from the sunset... Until after Sfiris Ha'imer, not to do any uh, any any work. Now uh, there is a there is an um, there is a problem uh, issue about you know forgetting to count the Omer and everything else. But here he brings it out for a different. even if there is not a problem forgetting, you have somebody reminding you. You have a minyan. There's various, there's another idea for not doing work during the counting of the Omer, and the reason is. There is a hint. It's A hint of this is because the verse states sheva shabbosis seven seven weeks. Now shabbosis means a week here, but a shabbos we know means a rest also. So when it says seven weeks is meloshah shavus, that means uh, they're resting. So therefore but we're not going to tell you to not work during the whole seven days, do not take a vacation for the seven days of uh, seven weeks of Sefira so between Pesach and Shvu is not to work at all but we're going to say during the time that you're actually counting, which is mishkia, sachama, from the time the sun sets and on till you're actually going to count the Sefira Yes, the then you should uh, rest from doing work until after you finish counting. Uh, now, what happens if somebody doesn't count the Omer at all? Let's say you know women don't want; they don't have to count the Omer. So he says in the parentheses, and the women that don't count at all, perhaps maybe they will. Uh, have to rest from doing work the entire night, uh, not to do any work uh, the entire night. Hey, that's a pretty good break. It's a pretty good reason not to count the svira. Then you get, then you get out of working. But it's interesting. Before we allowed somebody to get married during the sphere if he needs a wife to help him uh, do it, and then he'll find out that she doesn't do the svira that she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't work at night. I'm starting from the ski until the end. It's gonna be a big disappointment. <laughs> but uh, but it's but it's interesting that I mean I I haven't seen it says Neugim, and again I'm of course I'm not gonna say I mean I haven't looked it up or started seeing anything differently so I'm not gonna say but I haven't actually noticed this that people to stop working at sunset when it's the severest homer you know I didn't see that people doing that. I mean, it's not like a Shabbos. He says, uh, in actuality, I've not seen this practiced that people to stop working all of a sudden from sunset, you know, and people uh, you know, come home from work, uh, whatever the the work is, they, they take the train and, you know, after they finish work, depending on what your working schedule is. But over here, he brings it down clearly and he even says, if you don't count Svira, then you have to rest the whole time. Yeah, what were you gonna say? Um, I, I was just thinking again about how we bring, how we light the candles before sh- before sundown. But that's only because we can't once sundown. Yeah, absolutely. The so though we're quote starting Shabbat. Um, yeah, because don't. you light the candles yeah. is to bring the Shabbat in. So not to not in Shabbat. Right. It's it's under preparation with the Shabbat. Precisely because you can't light the candles on the Shabbat. You're lighting it before the Shabbat to bring in the Shabbat through the lighting of the candle. But over here, uh, the counting has to be done at night in order to get it done, but you do it at the first possible time, as it says over here. But that's why we learn out that's the tradition that it brings down over here.